holy balls, there's a hundred of those things. Yeah. Wolf Tickets Podcast. <laughs> Wolf Tickets Podcast, episode 100. Triple digits, bro. Did you think we'd make it this far when we started? No, nah, hell no. I didn't even think. Like I said, man, I was thinking like 50, 60, 70. I was hoping we'd get to the 80s so we can get like Randy Moss and all that, but <laughs> everybody that's, that's crazy. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, shit, it's a lot of hours, bro. It's a lot of hours, a lot of talking. <laughs> we'll of course, fast, you, yeah, yeah, I would say so. I would say so. Shit, I mean, this is the 100th one where we posted. I mean, if you want to count actual episodes, we'll be at 130. Yeah, something crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, so many in the vault, so many in the vault. Um, but we appreciate y'all rocking with us, rocking with us for the for the full hundred. And those of you who just you know jumped on, all are welcome here. Um, of course, you can contact us. Uh, you know, Wolf Tickets Podcast at gmail dot com. Um, also on uh, the IG page, you know, Wolf Tickets Podcast on there. So, but what have you been up to, Amari? Yeah, and also, man, they can uh, send us like their. Um Everybody who rock with us, man, just send us their clubhouse names, man, so we can maybe get like a room going there, man. I think that would be a dope, you know, addition, you know, before, after, whatever day, it don't matter. But I think that'd be dope too. You'd yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about clubhouse. Yep, you're right. Yep. But shit, man. Um, I've joined a bowling league, man. That was like the newest thing. Like a like a Zoom bowling league? No, no, no. In person, in person. Oh, okay. Shit, I know they was doing those, you know, considering the whole pandemic thing. But tell me about it. Yeah, it's weird because it's like usually, man, like I, I haven't been on a league in like probably since like before like high school sports. So like what, 13, I guess, 14 or whatever. But okay. I was crazy into it as a little kid or whatever. But, you know, I bowled like recreationally or whatever. But it's it's fun, man. I'm, I'm happy I started. I wish I would have did it before because I always wanted to get, you know, back in there. But it was like, oh, man, can I dedicate, a, you know, two, three hours every day, every week for this, you know, so. Finally, man, um, one of the homies, man, he was on the league already, and I guess he had an injury um, to, you know, one of his teammates. So they needed somebody, and he hit me up, and I was like, hey, okay, let me do it. And, oh, I appreciate um, it. Yeah, it's cool, but um, like you mentioned, the, uh, you know, the pandemic and all that shit. Like, usually, man, I was thinking, like, you've been to a bowling alley house, like, you know, like a couch or whatever, or, a uh, you know, seats on both sides, so you're, like, really close to the other team or whatever. And you guys yeah. are playing, so it has to be, like, some interaction. Now the way they're like you, you know doing the uh, social uh, distancing, um, it's just your team on one lane, and then it's skip a lane, then it's the other team. You skip a lane, then it's another team. So it's not you don't really have that you know. Oh, this motherfucker just threw three strikes. You know you got to look him in the eyes. And shit. <laughs> like you know, people yeah, yeah, yeah. The other side at all. So it's like it's just real, just with your team or whatever. But it's still cool though. Uh, man, that man's good. You know, I'm, I'm glad you're back out there. I know you were nervous because of the whole, you know, pandemic shit, but I'm glad to see you doing something. And I know you was like a crazy fucking bowler when we were in high school. Like, you had your own ball and shoes and every damn thing, huh? Yeah, yeah, I had to re-up. But yeah, all that shit, man. Got to. Like, I had, How'd I you do? Um, but honestly, man, I was rusty. I tried to get out there and, like, bowl a couple games before, you know, the league started or whatever. Just so, I, man, it's, it's been years since I really even bowled a game at all. Um. But yeah, I had two. We both three games. First two games were trash. Third game was a little bit better. And uh, like, I'm I'm happy I had a decent third game, man. Because it's like you know nobody they haven't seen me bowl or whatever outside of my home. Right. So, yeah. It's like this motherfucker hella weak. You know. You go that seventy eight. Yeah. And uh, finally, like two first two games, I don't even know what I had. It was horrible. But then I hit him with a, a two, like a two thirteen, two fourteen in the third game or whatever. So at least I got some type of dignity on the way out. But yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, I'm super. Ain't how you start, it's how you finish, right? right <laughs> oh yeah, shit, like, man! I'm sorry. Anybody want to bowl, man? Anybody in Vegas, man? Let's. We could probably even get a team going. We could bet hundred dollars a game. Anything, man. I think that's that could be like the next thing, man. Like you know, some chill and easy. Yeah, everybody can bowl, you know. 
I remember back. You say like, you gonna bet a hundred dollars a game? I mean, yeah, why not? I mean, it's, it makes it like you. Have you ever been on a league or like you know been out playing competitively, like talking trash and all that shit? I'm, I mean, I talk trash in anything I do, um, but I'm, <laughs> but I've never been in a bowling league, no sir. I, no, no. I mean, I, I bowl like I think my highest is like I don't know, maybe one fifteen. I'm, I'm not the not the best bowler, not the best bowler. Never been taught. Yep. What you do? Roll out there? You just what? Throw it straight. Yeah, I try to get it up the you know, hit that kingpin, and that's it, bro. <laughs> get it with that my bowl knowledge. <laughs> my bowl knowledge comes from third grade PE. <laughs> like that's the that's the extent of it. <laughs> with them hollow ass balls, the little plastic. <laughs> yeah, it was weird as shit. They, we had like you know the you know the gymnast mats. Yeah, yeah. So he would like stretch those out so that be the lane, right? And you just had to bowl down the fucking. The gymnast mat, you know, like you said, a hollow ass ball with like fucking weird ass aluminum pins. It was, it was strange. Man, since you brought up school, man, that was one thing that I learned in. Uh, I remember specifically like learning the like how tennis is scored, like in in uh, I think it was I think it was high school. It was high school or middle school, but I remember like like damn, this is the way this shit is. And I went back and I told like you know other people in my family or whatever. Um, but damn, I was crazy. That I, I, I don't know why I thought about that, but I do remember learning how to score tennis or how the score in tennis works. And I think it was middle school. Well, like the love shit, like 15, 30, then 40. Yeah, the sets and the games or whatever. You know, instead, I don't know why the shit, I'm sure they have some reason, but I don't know why they just don't do one, two, three. They got to make it all, you know, zero to 15 to 30 to 40, then advantage. Like, what? It, that shit don't make any yeah. sense. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, I feel like they have to make sports complicated to make them seem sophisticated, right? Right, 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 right. You couldn't go one, two, three to be like, oh, what is this crap? <laughs> it's like, y'all just made this shit up. Love. <laughs> <laughs> That's zero. <laughs> Yo, we should make Yo are you still fuck with tennis now that Serena's on her way out? Um, I mean, yeah. Like, I, I don't think she's on her way out. Why you say that? Because she just lost? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't see, you know, I mean, you, you know how that shit is, like, the, the the new hotness comes through and, and the old lion, you know, you maybe get them one or two times, but once they start getting you like, you know, two, three times in a row, you, they usually don't come back from it. Yeah, that's the way Serena did Venus. Like, I remember when they first came out, Venus was like the yeah. one that Serena came with was a rap. But no, I think I think Serena can win another one, man. I think she like I think she's trying to get the record, have the most um Grand Slams or whatever. So I think she I think she got another one in there. Osaka's dope as shit. Uh she the human cheat code, but I think I think Serena got one more in there, man. At least, at least one. Yeah, man. <laughs> what does she need to get the record? Oh, she's just a tied one. No, I think she's tied uh, right now. I think she wins one grand. So she's like she'll have the most. So she just got to win one. All right. Well, hopefully it happens. But you talking about making up your own sport? Yeah, I think that'd be dope. Let's all. Do you all have these, any ideas? All, zero. All these sports and all these different games <laughs> now. <it's> just like, <laughs> like people, people just coming up with weird shit. You know, like it. It, it has to be. So I think we've been like programmed to only like being, you know, able to like imagine shit that we've already seen or whatever. I think it's some new shit that somebody can create, and that shit will probably go crazy. Like everybody, but you know how that shit goes. Like if you have someone who comes up with an idea that you haven't seen before, everybody call them crazy. True. So I mean, it's you know, it's, it's a fucking catch twenty two. Yeah, yeah, man. What what um what you been up to, man? Um, th- dude, this this past week has been challenging professionally. Like some shit happened, you know, and uh, moves have to be made at the job, and I have to like convey news if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. 
and I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> like, like, like not at all. Ugh, so I was just kind of like, oh man, you know, like reading books and shit and <laughs> trying to figure out the best way to, to fucking handle this situation, man. But it's, um, it's tough. I got that. I didn't realize how, how heavy it, it, it weigh on you, weigh on me. You know, I'd be like thinking about like, fuck, man. you know, you start thinking about folks and you know what they're going to do and shit. It's just, it's, it's, it's a weird situation. Very weird. Yeah, it's crazy, man. That shit, yeah. That life-changing, you know, family and shit, man. Shit. Uh, yeah. So in, in order to not think about it, I went out and bought uh, one of those mini Sega Genesis. And uh, <laughs> I've been fucking... Sonic? <laughs> Dog. Sonic 2, thank you very much. Sonic 2, Streets of Rage 2. You know, the shit I used to play as a kid. So, you know, just kind of take your mind off shit, man. Being an adult is fucking rough sometimes, bro. Bro, it's like a, a, a never-ending fucking... Like I don't know what it is. It's like you you want time to slow down. It's like it, it's it's crazy, man. Like I know we talk like you know offline or whatever, and this shit is just it's like it never stops. Like you, no. you're a kid and you're small. Like you can like get away for a while or whatever. You can you know I'm not gonna hang out. I'm like, but when you're an adult and people like depend on you, got responsibilities and all this other shit, bro. It's like like damn, I can't. Like anytime you chill, it's like you wasting time. And if you're yeah, doing yeah. something that's not exactly right, you're wasting time. You know, it's like, yeah. it's like damn. And then you're trying to figure out what you're supposed to do, but you're wasting time. You're wasting time. Yeah, exactly. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, you haven't, you haven't found your calling or your passion or, you know, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, yeah. man, it's crazy. It's like every, you, you 100% you nail on the fucking head. Every second, I'm not doing something productive. I feel guilty. Like, man, I could be doing something. You know, I could be advancing this or I could be working on this or I could be reading this. It's fucked up. It's like we can't, it must be in a, like an American thing. It's like we just can't chill. Like we feel guilty for chilling, you know. It's a it's a weird ass psychological state of you know state to be in. Yeah, I think it all goes back to like financial shit. Like if everybody had like I don't know, it's it's, it's something to, that revolves around money. I, I believe it's so all this shit, man. So whoever created money, like I don't know what whatever whoever did that shit, man, they did some like crazy shit with the world. I mean, currency's always been a thing. You know, if it wasn't you know paper bills or gold coins. It was she sells and fucking, uh, you know, furs and bones and shit that you would need. It's always been, you know, something, you know, something's always been there. So I, I wouldn't say any one person created it. Yeah. But like whoever made the, the actual the currency that we currently have, it's like it's it, it's becoming more and more hard to acquire. Like back in the day, yeah, you can get like, you know, different stupid trades for different shit, barter and all that shit. But it was like people can grab, you can grab things or whatever, do certain things. And, but now it's like, damn, we don't, like, it's a, a coin shortage. Like, what, like, what the fuck? That shit don't make Yeah, what happened to all the metal? Like, <laughs> what y'all doing with the shit? You know, just hoarding pennies? Like, <laughs> like, what the fuck? Everybody, all the nickel gone? Like, y'all don't have any nickel left? Like, I don't understand. And I, I was thinking, like, man, like, just them taking, I think we probably talked about it before, but. Them doing that or going like trying to slowly go into a digital currency and a digital way of life and all that shit or whatever. It's like it's, it's slowly taking away the people's ability to hustle and do things, you know. Why you say it's taken away? Um, you carry cash now? Uh, only if I forget I have it. Yeah, so it's like if somebody was selling CDs, they took away CDs. But just imagine, somebody, <laughs> like, well, you got to bring. I think I, I guess there's other like you know. PayPal and, and Cash Shop or whatever to compensate for the uh, yeah the currency or whatever, but still, it's not every single person is is hip to that. Like, what about if you like fifty sixty and you you were a hustler or whatever, but you never got into technology to be able to understand that world? But you, you can go out, you got talent, you know. But I, I feel like that's on you, though. I mean, 
you should you have to keep up with the world and how things are going, especially if you're trying to hustle or, or you know some kind of entrepreneurial endeavor. You know, like you said, the CD thing. I don't know if selling CDs at a stoplight is the most effective way to, to get your music out. I think being able to publish it to a platform like a Spotify, Tidal, Apple Music. So, you know, maybe you, you could hit you could put in a curated list or you, they, they get your music in front of people who they think would most connect with it. I think that's more useful. Now, the, the issue you run into is the, the monetary, right? How much of the revenue are you seeing? You know, um, and there's a give and take with it. If you can, you know, springboard off the back of a, of a Spotify or Apple like these giants, you know, I, I understand why they would take the lion's share. So, I mean, it's, it's give and take, but you got to stay on the times, man. You, you can't just be fucking, you know, moving with a game plan that you developed 20 years ago. Like, that shit's not going to work. No, 100%. No, you should definitely stay up. It's, that would be a wise thing to do, but I just know so many people don't, and they'll fall through the cracks, you know? Like, this shit is a big... The last 10 years, man, I think it's, it's in, like leaps and bounds of uh, crazy shit has happened, you know? So, like, just imagine if you were away or you were really in a, in a pocket where you just did what you did, and, and you pop out and, like, all right, no more cash, no more money at all, everything's digital. Like, that shit would be crazy. Like, I don't even got a phone. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I ain't even got a phone. <laughs> <laughs> Like it's something no, out there like that, man. You, you can't make it without a phone nowadays, man. Yeah, it's crazy. Like that's, that's crazy, man. But yeah, I don't know, man. It's all weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you see what your boy Kyrie said? No, nah, what did he say? Uh, so you know they were talking Black History Month. You know the NBA always does something special for Black History Month, and um, so in, during running interviews, Kyrie says that Kobe Bryant should be the the NBA logo, right? They should, we should replace it with Jerry West. You know, I think the line, don't quote me on this, um, you know, Black Black Kings built built this league, you know, referring to the NBA. You know, so he says so the logo, essentially the logo should, you know, honor and respect the culture in that sense. And, of course, you have like Jeannie Buss, you know, owner of the Lakers supporting it. I mean, what else is she supposed to do? Um, and Vanessa Bryant, again, what else is she supposed to do? You know, supporting it as well. But I, I want to know from you objectively, you know, to take your – I don't know if you can, but try your best, right? Take your personal feelings out of it. You think the NBA should change his logo and change it to Kobe Bryant, like a, like a Kobe silhouette? Yeah, I think they should. Why is that? I mean, why wouldn't? I mean, everything is supposed to change. Like, Kobe was probably the most, I don't know, maybe not the most influential, but he was up there, like player, like top, you know, a winner, uh, like he he transitioned away from sports, I think more than anyone outside of maybe Magic Johnson and maybe Shaq. What about the Rock? I mean basketball in the NBA, like basketball. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I think Kobe hands is, down. Yeah, yeah. Like you you can see like Kobe videos, but like you know just inspiration. You know, there's so many different things and pieces of content that he's created, and he was also like a great basketball player. So yeah, man, Jerry West, man, like he's had a, he had a good run. You know, I think it's the NBA. Probably, <laughs> the NBA probably wouldn't do it just because of I think, man, it would everything would have to change, like merch, jerseys, all that shit would have to. You know, it would be everything would be dated. You know, so all the shit that's out there now that's not sold, it would just like we just got to start all the way over. You know, that would be. Well, wouldn't that encourage the NBA to do it though? Um, to get more because money. they re, I mean they they reprint the jerseys every year, right? It's not like they got it's like it's not like the, the Warriors got jerseys for two years ago because they haven't changed the logo. Like they get new jerseys, shit. I'm I'm pretty confident every game is a new jersey. I don't think they do a lot of laundry. Yeah, so, I mean, wouldn't, wouldn't they want that? Wouldn't, wouldn't they want everyone to go out and buy all their favorite jerseys all over again with the Kobe Bryant logo on it? 
I mean, I think so, but I think it would t- take a. I want them. I would want them to change it. I wouldn't be opposed to them making it Kobe at all. Uh, not even a little bit. But I can understand the NBA not doing it just because it would just it wouldn't. It's it's not consistent. You know, I, I can see them not doing it just because of that. Like, nah, it's, it's, it's this is our icon. I know it's Jerry West, but this is our you know this is our our thing. This is the NBA's logo. So I, I, I can see them not changing it. I wish they would, but I, I don't think they will. Yeah, you know, I, I feel the same way. I there, there's no way. You know how huge that would be for the NBA to change its logo. When's the last time the NBA changed its logo? <laughs> Have they ever? Well, who's before? <laughs> exactly. Right. It's like, like what, what, what was it? Like, <laughs> what, the, what the fuck was it before? It was just NBA. It was just the letters. <laughs> you know, like there's, I, I don't see it happening. I don't think the NBA should entertain it. I don't think they should do it, right? I mean, I, okay, I, I feel like I'm contradicting myself. So I would love to see Kobe Bryant as the NBA logo because Kobe Bryant's my favorite basketball player. However, I, I don't like the reason why the NBA decided to change the logo, right? Because it, it seems like it would be, well, you know, Kobe made a tragic end. Had Kobe still been living, doing his thing, showing up to games, you know, had the helicopter crash not happen, would this be a discussion? No. Exactly. So it it just feels like, you know, let's not be a prisoner of the moment here. You know, if we want to make this change, it should be more about the just honoring Kobe. You know, it should be more so about like, you know, Kobe Bryant is what we want the NBA to represent. If that's the case, then by all means, go ahead and do it. But it shouldn't be we want to do this because, you know, Kobe, Kobe made a, tra- a tragic end. You know, I, I, I wouldn't want to see it that way. Um. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But I think if they're going to change it and anytime soon, I think this will be the best time to do it. Like when other, like who else would you change it to? Like, I mean, you I get a jump man logo. Yeah. Now, nah, Jordan, I think now nah, that would be too crazy. Like, I, I don't think. I, would <laughs> um, I mean, who else? You could say LeBron. You could say like, who else would deserve it? You know, magic. I, I don't know. So I think Kobe will be the only one that they could change it to if it's going to happen anytime soon. Now, if LeBron goes on to win, you know, three, four more championships, he wins the championship with his son, and, you know, 20, 30 years from now, yeah, I can see them maybe making it him. But outside of those two, like, I, I, who else? Like, who else could it be? Like, I can see them, people, you know, ready for an update, but I just don't think the NBA would change it. But if they did, this would be the perfect time to do it. And Kobe would let, me ask, let me ask you a question. Do you, would you rank Jerry West ahead of either Kobe Bryant, LeBron James? You said what? Would you rank Jerry West above any of the following? Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, Michael Jordan. In terms of? Just in general basketball players. Hell no. No. Not really. Okay. Would you rank him above Magic Johnson? Uh, I honestly didn't see Jerry West play. I, I just remember always thinking, like, why was he the logo and he wasn't that good? That's the point I'm making. Yeah. I think I think he's he like lost the most NBA finals. Like some shit, like some crazy stat like that. Like he, you know, like it's, it's some some weird, some weird. So the bar for being the logo really isn't that high, right? Like I, I don't know what it was about Jerry West. It's like oh man, you know he looks good coming down the court. That should be the logo of the fucking league, you know. So, but it's some for some reason it's become like this high honor. Right, so Jerry West, his, his play, his ability as a player was elevated somehow because he's the NBA logo, right? You know, he J- Jerry logo, right? It's a it's a fucking thing. So any of today's players, any of the top ten in today's players would be more deserving of of being the logo than more so than Jerry West if we're talking about pure basketball talent. 
you know, but but that's not what it is. So I, I think what the logo represents is more so not just your you know on the court ability, but also your off the court, your presence, you know, how you how you represent yourself, you know, what you do, maybe you know, giving back, things of that nature. I think that's all incorporated into you know what goes into the logo. And if we're talking about those, then I don't know anyone who'd be more deserving than LeBron James. We're talking about both on court and off court. Shit, logo LeBron and would have should have a whole different meaning then, right? Yep, true. Um, I'm currently looking at the logo and it's it's zoomed up. Like usually you look at the logo and it's small as shit. This motherfucker is yeah. zoomed like huge on my computer screen now, and that shit is horrible. Like I have never seen <laughs> No, NBA logo is trash. Like, look, look at it. Have you seen it? Like, zoomed in? I mean, I, not zoomed in, bro. I don't zoom in on NBA, bro, NBA logo. Bro, go to Google right now. Type in NBA logo and zoom it to, so it's pretty large. That shit is trash. That shit is horrible. That shit is All right, hold change on. Change this shit, man. Change this shit ASAP. <laughs> Dude, can't be that bad, bro. It's horrible. Zoomed in? Zoomed in logo. That shit is trash. Look at it. <laughs> Oh, it's bad. <laughs> it's not even like a good design. Like, <laughs> look at his feet. Now look at <laughs> the, the Johnny Bravo legs. <laughs> oh, well, I know the cover of this fucking episode is going to be. Like, they do. Like, he doesn't. He only has one foot. Like, who designed this shit? This is a multi-billion dollar corporation, and this is what they present as their logo. Oh, this is awful. <laughs> look, at his, look at his head. Look at his head. <laughs> oh man, that shit is trash. This is what we're oh. looking at. Bro, it's like someone just got Photoshop. <laughs> Yo, hey, playing when around. it's small is cool. When it's small is cool, but when it's zoomed up. Dude, that is awful. That is so bad. Yeah, I mean they gotta redo it. If even if it's not Kobe, they just gotta redo it. Like <laughs> you can't be walking around with that shit. Hey, you know back in the day when you tried to watch a, like a, a video on your phone, but you was like you didn't have good service. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's the NBA logo. You know what, man? I'm looking at I'm, look, I'm looking at these Kobe Bryant like logo renditions. They actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I, saw I mean, it look, it looked better than Jerry fucking West. Yeah, way better. That shit was trash. Yeah, change it to any. It don't matter who it is. Like, you, can make, you can make it whoever. Oh shit! Should should we have a player? Like, should it be a like an, an identified player? Like, hey, this is such and such as the NBA logo. Should we do that, or should it just be like some random ass, you know, double dribble character or something? If you're gonna make it a player, you can't make it anybody other than Kobe Bryant at this point. I don't think you could put Jordan. That would be too much. Um, you can't. I mean, who else would it be? Like, you everybody would get extremely angry whoever they choose, unless it's Kobe. I think. Kobe well, yeah, is the I mean, he's he, he, person. No, so what I'm saying is, should it be a person or should it just be, you know, may- maybe take the whole silhouette thing away and just go NBA like the NFL does? The NFL is like a football and some stars and the letters NFL, and that's it. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, if they're going to make it another person, if they don't do that where they just remove the, the person altogether, it, it would have to be Kobe. Um, but should they do it? Should they just make it just a non person? Yeah. Nah, still make it a person, I think. I think, I don't know. It's going to look, it's going to look whack, though. That's the thing. We, we're so programmed to see their original logo where if yeah. it's something new, it's going to be like, you know, you get like those fake Jordans online. It's like, the it's like where, where you get that jersey from? Nigga <laughs> <laughs> doing a layup. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to look yeah. like that for a, for a while. For a while. For a while, yeah. I mean, at least to us. It may be us forever. It's like, oh, a fake ass NBA logo. Yeah. True. true. It's going to yeah. divide like 
the old NBA and the new NBA. Yeah, yeah. Um, since we on the Kobe Bryant thing, do you hear about your the 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 tiff between Meek and um sorry Meek Mill and and Kobe's widow Vanessa Bryant? Yeah, I heard it a little bit. I heard a little little bit of it, man. All right, all right. Do you know? Did you have you heard the song? The snippet that started no. all this shit. No, yeah, okay, I heard, okay. I heard, I heard it was trash. Okay. All right, so so Meek Mill um dropped a song called "Don't Worry" in parentheses is R.I.P. Kobe, and there's a line in the song, like half a bar. No, it's a full bar that made uh, Vanessa Bryant particularly upset. If I ever lack, I'm going out with my chopper. It will, it'll be another Kobe. Eh, half a bar. And uh, yeah, Vanessa Bryant did not take this well. <laughs> so she hears, the, she hears the line and she responds, I believe it was on Twitter. Uh, her response is, I find this line to be extremely insensitive and disrespectful, period. I am not familiar with any of your music, speaking to Meek Mill, but I believe you can do better than this. If you are a fan, fine. There's a better way to show your admiration for my husband. This lacks respect and tact. Uh, now Meek Mill went on to apologize. He he did so privately. Um, I want to know what you think about this because you know obviously you fucks with Kobe Bryant and Meek Mill is your favorite rapper. So one of, them, one of them, yeah. One of them. Sorry, sorry. So I already know where you falling on this one. Um, but let me know your thoughts. Was Meek out of line for for dropping that Kobe line? Yeah, he was out of line because the bar was whack. The bar was whack. Yeah, the bar was like awful. Yeah, he tried to hit us with a double entendre, but it it didn't even it it was like almost a. It just left a poor taste. It was, it yeah. Was, I, I didn't like it. Yeah. I mean, it, it was just kind of like, you know, you are kind of making a mockery of, of the situation, right. you know, and also way too soon. Like he dropped this like a couple of weeks after the whole Kobe Bryant tributes, you know, in the, when it, the year and the, the, the year mark of this, of the accident and all that. And I see what he was trying to do, you know, with the song itself you know, pay homage, but I think he kind of took the MC shit a little bit too far. However, I don't think he's the only one who was wrong here. I don't like the fact that Vanessa Bryant called him and shamed him publicly. Like, I, I have a problem with this whole public shaming shit. You know, like, if you have an issue with me, like, I'm sure Vanessa Bryant can find a way to get in contact with Meek Mill, even though she says she's never heard of Meek Mill, which I find very fucking hard to believe. Very hard to believe, but that's neither here nor there. Like, why? Why put it out so, you know, the, your millions and millions of followers can see it? You know, I, I just don't understand that. Why not, you know, reach out to him, get him on the phone, express, you know, how you feel about him, have a conversation, and, and that be it. I don't understand why why we feel the need to drag everything into the fucking public eye. Um, yeah, I, I feel you. I, I, I mean, I agree. Um, but with Vanessa, in Vanessa's situation, man, she lost, in the last 12 months, she lost a husband, Kobe. She lost a daughter, I think currently she's going into like some legal issues with her mom and all this shit. So um, I think the people who Kobe was in the um, in the helicopter were you know in with who passed away as well. I think they're they, suing. They're, they're suing. So I mean she's going through a lot, bro. So I, I she can react and do whatever she wants. I ain't gonna you know I, I don't even know you know that's yeah I don't know she cool no no so uh, no, all right so r- remove remove Vanessa Bryant from the situation. She's not, you know, people who go through, who are going through a lot less uh, emotional turmoil that, that she's facing right now do this very same thing. So in general, do you, do you have a problem with people, you know, Aaron beef, you know, on, on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, I guess it's more so Twitter than anything. Or are you like, fuck it, however they want to say it is however they want to say it. Um, I think, 
I think it's kind of it started with Meek because he said something publicly, and if she responded privately and they worked it out or whatever, it would almost be like people would question her. I think. I think since why is that? Um, because if she didn't respond, I think. All right, if we remove her from the situation and just you know just you know remove Kobe and all that shit or whatever, Meek said something publicly. So I think the person can respond publicly. Like, why not? Mm-hmm. Why not? And I think me probably this, I think the song would probably, if she didn't say anything, I think the song would probably gain a lot of steam just because it's me talking about Kobe. So if, if the world didn't hear a response for her, I think it would be a, a, a bad look on her. So I think she had to do it the way she did it. But I mean, I honestly, I don't like when just in general, when people like talk about relationship shit on Facebook and do the little sub that everybody knows that's a sub and you know, who the subs directed towards because the other person is doing subs too. Like, I, yeah, I never, it's awful. I never, yeah, I never rock with that. I never like I, I I fell into it before in like a relationship, and I just I didn't like the way it felt. Like I'm like, bro, this shit is like why you know like I don't I mean it's no nah, I don't like it I don't like when people do it but I mean I understand but it's it's not something that I would do personally. Okay, so if someone says something that's public it's in the public eye, and you know, you know, people, people hear it. You're okay with you voicing your displeasure publicly on social media. Then is that what you're saying? In this situation, because Meek Mill is a rapper. <clears throat> so it wasn't like, I think a lot of people would hear it, but they wouldn't really, I don't think they would have known that Vanessa felt a certain way about it. So she probably would have had to, I don't know. I think, it, I think she had to respond the way she did just because Meek is a popular rapper. And I know she said, you know, I'm not familiar with any of your music or whatever, but I'm sure she was. I'm sure. I mean, he's, I mean, if, if there is an A-list of rap, I think he's like close to it. Um, so, I mean, I, I, I'm pretty sure she know, knows who he is. So I think she had to. I think the song would have blew up and it just would have been a bad look. Meek Mill probably, people would have defended, you know, the situation of Kobe and all this shit, said you shouldn't have said this and blah, blah, blah. But I think coming from her, I think it's, it, I think it was needed. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Because then, I, I, Meek Mill did ahead. it, that's, a, my bad, it's going to be a popular thing. Because the chopper, Kobe, and all that shit, I think people would have, like, nobody wants to keep hearing that shit. Like, she got other daughters. She got other, you know, like, I just imagine you at the club or whatever, and, you know, her daughters are at the club, and, and Meek Mill turn, you know, comes on, and this song is playing. Like, that shit is horrible. Like, you know, I mean, that shit is played all over the place. So, nah, I, I think she had to do it the way she, I think if she was a rapper, she probably would have responded with the song, but she, you know, responded with the voice that she had. See, but I feel like you draw attention to it. Right, because I mean, I fuck, I didn't know this song was out until I saw the story. Yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't hear about it. Go ahead. No, I say I think it was. A, I don't know. I don't know if the song was out. I think it was a snippet, wasn't it? Like just like a little leak or whatever. Like just a little. Or, I mean, I thought the track was leaked. Oh, okay, could be. I, I know it was in like a major release. Um, okay. So yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe it was. I don't know, but. I think it's a song, so I think it would have been played everywhere. I think she had to respond the way she did. I think I think she she had to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I see your point. I just if I'm upset at something, I don't want to draw attention to it, you know, because I don't want then you get the publicity and all that shit off of it. What I would prefer to see is, hey, I don't like that that line. You know, either can you take it out or maybe pull the song, or, you know, whatever, whatever, and then she gets rectified behind the scenes, you know, and then going forward, either that song doesn't is no longer available or it doesn't have the line in it. You know, and then you don't have the big uproar and the hoopla and, you, you know, you don't have this public shaming of a, of a person, you know, um, 
because I, I'm not a big fan of that shit either. I think she did. I think it was directed towards Meek, but I think it was just she said that just so everybody is aware, you know, like Kobe, like it's, it's going to happen. You know, Kobe was a, a a huge figure. So I think I think she's saying or, or trying to relay the message to the whole hip hop community that, you know, that shit is sensitive. That shit is still a soft subject, you know, so. I don't think it was all for me. I think it was for everybody. So this is the biggest voice that she had, and I think she had to do it. I think in her mind she had to do it, or else it would have just kept coming. Because I think somebody else said some other shit. I forget. It was something else that that happened. She had to like, I think, delete or unfollow like Kobe fan pages, all of her kids, because it was just constant Kobe shit. And her kids were like having issues with it because every time they hopped on social media, it was something about Kobe. And the people were trying to do something, you know, positive and like, you know, show you know memories and all that type shit or whatever. But her daughters were having like issues with it. So uh, something happened like that early on. So, I mean, you can imagine the shit that's going on. So just another a song playing in the club, you know, mentioning, you know, Kobe and all this. I think that was probably just too much. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's too soon. It, maybe it is too soon, but I'm not mad at the way she responded or how she responded or the platform that she used to respond. No, I definitely think it's too soon. You know, I, and this is a bad line, too. I mean, all of it is poor taste. You know, I'm not disagreeing with anything Vanessa said. And I, I, I just wish these things weren't aired publicly. That, that, that's what I'm saying. But then what the fuck would we talk about? Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um. I mean, it's, it's shit. I mean, it's all in the same vein. Do you know who uh, Zlatan Ibranovic is? My bad. My bad. I was on mute. Hell no. I don't know. I don't know who. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So he's a soccer star. He's a soccer star. Okay. Right now, that he's playing for for AC Milan. Um, do you follow soccer at all? Football? No, zero. All right. None? None whatsoever? None. Okay, but you are aware there's a sport called soccer here in America, football everywhere else around the world, right? 100%. Most popular popular sport in the world, right? Yeah, for sure. Okay, cool. Same page. All right. So this guy, um, let's call him you know, Zolotan, he made the comment that he, does, he thinks it's a mistake, right? And that it's not a good look when celebrities such as LeBron James talks on politics and, and all that. Um, Bron fired back, essentially told, told the soccer guy to fuck off, you know, he's going to do what he does. Um, and he brought up some statements that, uh, Zalatan made about filling some, you know, underlying racism in Sweden because of his last name. Um, he has, you know, a Bosnian heritage and he was in Sweden and he felt people you know, looking at him funny. So Bron was like, this dude's being a fucking hypocrite. You know, all that aside, um, what I want to know from you is where do what do you want your celebrities to do? Do you want your celebrities to just entertain and not talk about politics and get into that because you go to them for an escape? Or would you like your celebrities to, to speak up on issues that are important to them? And, you know, do you care, you know, where how they fall on the on certain issues? Um, I think I think it depends on how they became a celebrity. If you're an actor, I think it would be tough for you to get it. I mean, it, I think sports athletes, I think they're, they definitely should be able to speak on political issues just because they're always, they're not, there's no facade. There's no, they're playing a different character. We don't know who, you know, if this is a role or not. Like they just play, they're playing sports, but it's like, you can see their real emotions. They can respond to regular people and all this other shit or whatever. But if you're an actor, I think it's a little weird because you're, your whole it's I think it's just it's actors can be 
I don't know what the word is, man, but it's like, it's hard to, do you know, are they turning it off or is this a role? Is this a, you know, are they playing a different character or whatever? Or is this just for fun? Is this real? I think it's hard to determine an actor because this is like their profession to be a different person. But I think when in sports, I don't have a problem with it. Huh. That's interesting because you feel like sports, you know, they're, they're being honest. There's, there's no, you know, deception. There's no playing a character. It's just like, I'm a, I'll just hoop or, you know, I play football or, you know, baseball or whatever. And, you know, I don't like this guy and I don't like these policies. That makes us interesting because I always thought that I always thought about dating like an actress or an actor. Like, like, could you ever believe, especially they were like really good, you know, you know, could you ever believe what they were saying, what they were telling you? It'd be tough. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, shit, are you just playing me right now? Like, you really feel this way? That's, that, you know, that's, that's interesting. Um, huh. So, uh, okay. I mean, I'm okay. I'm okay with it, period. You know, whatever your profession is. I, I think if you, if you are a celebrity, you already have, you know, an amplified voice. And you should speak up on things that are, you know, near and dear to you. However, I think you should also be aware, you know, that your words have power and your words can you know affect others. So you have to be really careful about how you craft a message. If you're the type of person where you don't care, you know, who you offend and all this other shit and you're a celebrity and you know, you have an opinion on politics, you should probably keep it to your fucking self because your career could get canceled real, real, real fucking quick. Uh, you know, it, so I'm okay with with folks speaking on it as long as it's done in a respectful manner. You know, as long as we aren't you know outwardly you know, disparaging you know a, a particular group of people or a particular person. You know, if, if it's done respectfully, why the fuck not? Um, but how far do you want them to go? You know, are we talking about you want them leading marches? You know, you want them on the front lines, or you just want them sending out tweets and you know bringing things up in post game press conferences? I don't think just because somebody is a, a, a rich and famous athlete that they're any different than like a regular person, you know. I, I don't think there's, I don't think they're they're probably shielded and they, you know, they don't see certain shit or don't feel certain shit. They probably haven't had like regular jobs and all that type shit or whatever as regular people. But I know they still feel things, so I, I don't have a problem with them, you know, associating and being in the the crowd with the regular people or. or just doing whatever they want. No, I don't have a problem with them doing going the whole way. You know, not at all. Okay, I think they're able yeah, to see either. both sides. I think they're able right. to see both sides. They're able to like see doors and be in rooms that we're unable, we're not privy to be in. You know, and they, yeah. they have you know the financial respect. They have you know they're already looked and, and uh, you know they've just been around you know in different areas. So yeah, I think they, I think we need them to stand up more than than be quiet. Ah, that's interesting. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. I know some people don't don't like it because they they use it, you know, sports or or movies or entertainment as an as an escape. But I like to know, you know, who this person is, right? Like I, I care more about LeBron James more so, you know, whatever he can do on the course. Like you know, I, I like that he's you know takes care of his family and you know gives back to community and all that other shit. You know, all that goes into you know me liking like you know following him and you know you know watching you know, his shit. It's hard to not watch him. Motherfucker went to. Eight, what nine out of no eight out of nine NBA finals? So it's hard not to see him, but you you still want to kind of get to know him more so than what you see on the court, and that humanizes them, you know, a bit, right? You know, so it's it's no longer this person you hate because of how good they are at basketball, and they happen not to play for the for the team that your city, you know, you know has has bought or per, or, or whatever. So I, I I like that aspect of it. I just I just, I'm just concerned that a lot of people get themselves in trouble. 
you know, where they start saying some shit that's off the cuff and, and things of that nature. I feel like if you don't have meteor training or, you know, you aren't 100 percent comfortable with the with the the message that you support, or the people that you support or the movement or the cause that you support, if you aren't knowledgeable of it, you know, you got to if you're going to support something publicly and you're a celebrity, you got to know that shit inside and out because it could come back and bite you in the ass. But I, I feel like as long as you take all those precautions, you know, you'll be fine. And I think we need more of it because those are the ones who affect the change, you know. LeBron James being upset over George Floyd's killing is going to mean a lot more than, you know, me being upset or you being upset or, you know, you know, a thousand black folks being upset over it. You know, he has that power, that that, that clout that, that comes along with it. And it shouldn't be wasted because that shit starts to dissipate the longer you're out for the spotlight. You know, you, you retire and you're on the sidelines. You, you no longer have as much clout or, you know, power or, or demand you can't demand as much respect as when you know you're the fucking guy or you're the fucking girl at the time you know in whatever your sport is or your field is so fuck it you know exploit it they should exploit it as as, as often as they can and and uh fuck soccer dude for you know, shitting on Bron. yeah hell yeah. <laughs> yeah hell yeah man and um shit man i respect somebody who, who i can tell they don't have media training and you know they're just pulling it from the sit from the hip you know and Cause then that person is being real. And I, you know, people, anybody can identify with that. You know, I think that's what made, uh, what's his name? Marshawn Lynch. So likable. He was the same person on the field, you know, interviews, commercial shows. He was the same Marshawn, that character, you know, it's, I think it's, it's, I think it's weird. Just like when you hear somebody who has like a, a British accent, but they're speaking in like, you know, just American uh, language or whatever, or, yeah. uh, you know, vernacular or whatever it's called. Um, yeah. And then you hear them in their, their, their regular, you know, uh, tone or whatever. I think that's more of a like, ah, oh, damn, I kind of, it takes away from the person, you know, I think that's what happened. To Idris, yeah. with that's what happened with Idris Elba. You know, I'm seeing him, you know, Stringer Bell and all those other characters. And then I find out this motherfucker is, you know, somewhere else. And he sounds totally different. It's like, ah, oh. fucking British DJ. Yes. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's almost like, oh, man, it's kind of a letdown. It's like, oh, you was fake. That was, that was, you were really acting. You know? <laughs> like, really a role that even the voice, like, how can I even believe that you're even like, you know, that person or whatever that I kind of like or whatever that role and with that acting style, if I know it was really just snack, I thought it was, yeah. you know, that was just who you are, but I, this shit is totally false, you know? So <laughs> how I can I believe that, anything you say? <laughs> yeah. I think that I, I like that, man. You know, I like when somebody speaks out, you can tell they just, you know, like, man, this is just some fucked up shit. They, you know, they're just speaking from the heart, you know? Um, see, I, I like it, man. I like when they, uh, when athletes do that and make mistakes and curse and, you know, say the wrong shit and apologize later because it does, like you say, humanizes them. So I, now I like, it. I appreciate it. You know, it's it sucks when you. It feels it feels worse and, and more of a letdown when somebody gets crazy rich and now they can't be who they are because they have so much money and so many you know deals and all this other shit. Where it's like they're just a a, a, a character now of themselves. You know, I think that's kind of what happened with Kevin Hart. You know. Like yeah. he's so big now where it's like, he can't say certain shit. He can't do certain things or whatever. Cause so many other, so many eyes are on him and so many things that he's trying to accomplish require him to act a certain way, you know? So no, nah, I, I appreciate the notice. Did, did you ever see his, uh, his latest stand up zero fucks I, given? What was it? The one where he was like at his house. Yeah. In PJs. In PJs. I know he did they one did- at his house. You know, that's the only one that was at his house. He's wearing pajamas. They didn't look like pajamas, but they were pajamas. Like, if you watch stand up, you could tell that they are pajamas. The best part of that that stand up was that fucking outfit. Yeah, I didn't like. I don't really remember it because it wasn't that good. I guess, but yeah, I saw it. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it, but in that one, he was talking a lot of shit, like talking about how people don't respect how famous he is and and, and all this. So, th- you know, there was no, you know, him being careful or, you know, him being being cautious and, you know, can't say shit, can't say that. Like he was naming motherfuckers. Like he, he said, look, I'm more famous than Terry Crews, Carlton from Fresh Prince. Like, y'all need to give me more respect and y'all give y'all give these motherfuckers. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's being real, but I mean, standing up for other shit, like saying shit like LeBron says, like, you know, going to, I don't know, he probably does a lot, but I just feel like he's 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 large now where he has to even like, I think in interviews, man, I've seen a couple of interviews where he's admitted it, where he has to like do certain shit or he can't go certain places because he's so large now. So I think that's, I think that's kind of a, it's a good situation to be in, but also I can see the negatives. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, negatives with it, you know, all around. Um, I mean, how far do you think athletes should go as far as, you know, holding people accountable and, and, and all the other shit? You know, you said you like the realness, right? I mean, do you do you think athletes should be, you know, where where's the line? I, I should I should ask you. I think. I think athletes should be able to point out shit that's, that has to do with the sport that they're playing. You know, you can, I think you should be able to call out your, I think we're going to talk about something after actually I have something to bring up, but yeah, I mm-hmm. think you should be able to, to hold their teammates accountable. If they do some wrong shit. Yeah. I have no problem with them calling them out on it. Cause I think it's just going to be like, it's already on TV. Like, like, <laughs> not like the whole world is, is not, you know, didn't see this shit or whatever. So of course it's like, hey, he fucked up. Like, I think that's, I, I appreciate that when they say that shit. Um, but before I tell you, you know, bring up another topic where how do you feel about it how do you far do you want them to go i want them to go as far as they want for as far as they feel comfortable you know i i mean look i don't want motherfuckers out there putting other people's business in the street don't, don't do that shit but you know if you if if you're given the platform just like draymond green did a, a few weeks back how he was talking about how there's a double standard um when how the the nba and its owners can behave versus how the players are expected to behave and he brought that up because, you know, Andre Drummond, uh, I believe, was playing for the Cleveland Cavalier, Cavaliers and the Cavaliers were trying to trade him. So they benched him, didn't allow him to play for fear of, for, of him getting hurt. But Andre wanted to play, you know, and Draymond was like, this is bullshit, because if if Andre was like, look, I don't feel like playing today, you know, I'm, I'm not feeling it, I'm going to sit out. He would have been drugged through the media and all this other shit. But because the Cavs are trying to trade him, they're giving a pass or it's OK to allow them to sit him you know, to, to protect it, their, their asset. Um, and I, I like the fact that, that he essentially went on that rant unscripted, right? That was unprompted. He just took that opportunity at the press conference, the post-game conference, um, to, to you know, let his feelings be be known and, and bring up this issue. So I, I love all that shit. I feel like it's whatever you're comfortable with talking about, do so. You know, it makes a fucking good TV. Yeah, hundred percent, man. Um, did you see the game? I think it was Denver Nuggets against the Washington Wizards. I think it was a couple of days ago. Did you see that game? I didn't see the whole game, uh, but I saw the highlights though. So it's like seeing the game, right? <laughs> All right. <laughs> so let me ask you. Let me ask you this, man. Um, same topic about you know uh, players and accountability and all that shit or whatever. It was a, a couple of seconds left in the game, right? Denver Nuggets were down by two. A couple of seconds ago. Jamal Murray, the point guard of the Denver Nuggets, was bringing the ball up court. It was a four on, on like one, maybe one and a half fast break um, in Denver's favor, right? Okay. He stops at the three-point line, right, going up, doing a fast break, wide open paint. Nobody is, is on the other side of the, of the court except his three teammates. They're wide mm-hmm. open. They could have ran to the court, dunked it or whatever. There was enough time to make a pass and to put the ball up, whatever. Wherever they wanted to shoot on their side of the court, they could have did it. 
These three right. motherfuckers all stopped at the three-point line <laughs> when Jamal Murray stopped at the three-point line on the opposite side and kind of got trapped, you know. But if they would have, like, transitioned and went to the paint, it was easily, a, you know, tied the game up, no time left, go to overtime, see what happens. Instead, okay. they all go to the three-point line and stop. Jamal Murray passes somebody the ball, a rookie. They shoot a three, lose the game. Misses badly, <laughs> lose the game. Everybody's yeah. <laughs> horrible, horrible, horrible. Everybody, even if you don't know basketball, you know that shit was wide open. Like, how you, were you down three or two? Like, <laughs> <laughs> why all y'all stop? <laughs> like that motherfucker can't even shoot. Why are you even there? <laughs> um, but after this, so everybody, you know, it's it's, it's crazy because they actually lost the game, or whatever. And it was an easy layup. The possibility was they could have dunked it, windmilled it. Laid it up, slap backboard, whatever they wanted to do. Uncontested. Slap backboard. <laughs> uncontested. Instead, they lose the game. Um, after the game, Jamal Murray, he goes to social media, and there was a picture of basically him kind of getting, you know, the defense is surrounding him. And then it also shows his three teammates lined up on the opposite side of the three-point line with the open paint, the open court, the open hoop, you know, just basically showing you the situation. Yeah. And the caption that he put was this – this angle or something like mm-hmm. that. Basically right. saying, look, like, look at this shit. Like, look at this shit. <laughs> look what I got to deal with. Yeah. <laughs> um, how do you, and, and Jamal Murray is pretty much the leader of the team. So he's like, I don't know if he's the team captain. It might be the other guy or whatever, but he's the point guard. He's the starting point guard. So he's, he's going to take the majority of the heat in this situation or whatever. Um, but he kind of deflected and threw his teammates under the bus, right? Yo, he for sure did. How, how do you feel about that? I don't like it at all, right? So I, I know what I said. I know what I just said, right? <laughs> but <laughs> but this in this instance, it's a little different. So if Jamal Murray is asked in a press conference, so what happened in that last play? And he was like, look, we had three guys pull up at the three-point line. And side note, I blame Steph Curry for this shit. Because before Steph Curry changed the whole goddamn league with these you know logo shots, you'd have had two, all three of them streaking towards the basket to tie it up. But, you know, I digress. But this is all Steph Curry's fault. Rockets. And who? Rockets, Houston Rockets, too. Man, Houston Rockets, they, they did that weird, you know, either a layup or a three-pointer after Steph Curry. So it all comes back to Steph Curry. Steph Curry, you know, fuck, made the league worse. <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, anyway, you know, back to your question, back to your question. So if, if they, they bring it up in a, in a post-game conference and, and Jamal Murray's like, look, I thought somebody was going to cut to the basket. You know, we weren't on the same page, you know, in retrospect. You know, you know, had it gone in, they look like heroes. So, you know, I understand it. I like the, you know, I like the guts, but I wish at least one of them would have cut to the basket just to give me the opportunity, you know, so I can make the decision. That's fine. But putting it on social media, dog, like you on the team bus or plane or whatever, like these, like you probably looked at him like these bitch ass. I'm fucking like, and he went on, on the internet, on Twitter, got grabbed someone else's screenshot, saved it to his phone to post a picture on Twitter to make fun of his three teammates that the dude who missed the shot feels like horse shit, right? And the other two, they, they weren't feeling too bad because, like, shit, at least we didn't miss until they saw Jamal Murray's fucking picture. It's like, oh, God. Like, now I'm the fucking guy who didn't cut to the basket, like, and now I got to overcome this shit. Like, no one knows who, who my, what my name was before today, but now they do because Jamal Murray just shit on me. And I w- Jamal Murray's young. Not a lot of experience, especially as a leader. I just wish he would have handled it differently. You know, I'm sure he talked to them and said, look, man, in a situation like this, we down two, somebody got to cut to the basket. We all can't, you know, spot up and pull up and be a three and shoot a three. 
But to talk shit about your own teammates publicly on social media, like one, the next practice is going to be awkward as fuck, like off top. And it's just it, that, that shit left a bad taste in my mouth. If you're answering a question, you're responding fine. But to go out of your way to throw your teammates under the bus, I'm not a fan of that. Uh, I mean, I understand. Um, but a couple things, man. I, I don't have a problem with it. Just I don't have a problem with it at all. The optics, I, I, it's it's on TV. Like I'm not the. I didn't take the picture. Like, all I did is post it. <laughs> so what the fuck? And, and put this angle. Like, <laughs> I didn't take the picture. Obviously, the person who took the picture thought like this is some shit. Let me <laughs> let me let me take a still of this and post it. So I don't think I don't think it's a problem. But also, I think even if there was a problem, even if there. The only way I can consider it a problem is I would have to know their relationship like outside of the court, you know, like is this motherfucker like really just trying to throw him under the bus because of some hating shit or, you know, or they just all laughing about it. Like they're laughing about it. Like, hey, it's just one game. We still gonna get to the playoffs. And like, you know, they just talking shit about it, you know, but I, either way, I don't have a problem with it, man. Social media is popular. That's the way it is. And it's, he didn't take the picture. He just posted. All right. So let me ask you this question. Playoff game. Say it's the, uh, semifinals western conference semifinals and jamal murray takes a contested three-point shot right and i don't even know who the fuck on different nuggets one of the one of the dudes one of the three dudes in that picture is you know wide open in the corner the dude who didn't miss a shot and he posts on his social media you know this angle you got a problem with it nope not none whatsoever so you don't have a problem with the with the the uh the unknown guy, the guy doesn't even got a fucking face on 2K talking shit about the star of the team. Man, at the end of the day, man, he's just playing a game. I, I think we put too much stock in it because they, you know, it's a very profitable business and, you know, so many different moving parts are involved and all the social or whatever. It's a machine, but it's just motherfuckers playing basketball. Like, this, you can go to the any YMCA, any 24-hour fitness to see the same shit. It's just that these motherfuckers get paid for it. So if people are able to like talk shit at the gym, at any gym, like you motherfucker, you missed a shot. Like I've gotten plenty, seen plenty of times where teammates are yelling at each other because of shit. Like motherfucker, you just took three like straight bricks in a row. Like you're not shooting no more. Like you're, yeah, I've seen all that shit. So I, I don't have a problem with it, man. Like that shit. So hold on, hold on. Are you actually comparing the games you saw at the YMCA to the National Basketball Association? It's the same game. Relative, no, no, bro. Relative no, relative no. It's, it's the, the same, same game. game. That's where the similarity stopped. Like, <laughs> like, come <laughs> the fuck on, man. Like, like this job, like, if you're in the NBA, that's your livelihood, right? Number one. Number two, it's probably your dream unless you're just absurdly talented and lazy. So, like, th- this, this is everything to you, right? It, and if you got your, te- your own teammate shitting on you, th- there is no world when that's a good look for you. <laughs> There's no world. And also, if, if you're Jamal Murray, you need your entire team to be clicking on, you know, one accord, working together, no ill feelings, so you guys can make a run in the championship because they have a championship caliber team, right? So w- what do you do? You start alienating people on your team? Like, you, you only got so many years at the top. Not everybody can be Tom Brady and LeBron James. You, you only got so many years in that window where you have a legitimate chance to win the championship. I think Jamal Murray, is, is that window is starting to open for him. 
and this isn't a good start if you if you're trying to win a championship. Now, if you're just happy that you're collecting hundreds of millions of dollars and you don't give a fuck and you're just out there having fun, then sure, talk as much shit as you want. But if you're a professional and you know you're in the, the National Basketball Association and you're trying to win a championship, then you don't you don't want to do things like that. You don't want to alienate teammates. That's all I'm saying. You know, if, if we are here just just talking shit and having fun, no problem. But if we if we being professionals, this isn't how you handle that situation. But how do we know that those other three guys are really tripping off the post? I think we assume that these motherfuckers are alienated and all this shit, feeling bad and all. This. It might be great. It might they might not they might not even be tripping at all. So I don't know. I, I don't. I honestly don't have a problem with it just because it's at the end of the day, man. They made a mistake and it's a game. I didn't take the picture. You really did fuck up. Like this ain't like this is crazy. Like this is a you really did fuck up. <laughs> this is a learning experience. Like motherfucker, get to the hoop. I think it's gonna make them a better like a. In this situation, when this situation arises again or comes, and you know they have the opportunity to instead of you know pulling up for a three, they have a, a, a wide open hole that they can streak to. I think they're going to do it. I think it's just going to make them a better, more aware player. So man, I don't, I don't got a problem. And it's a game. It's not like these motherfuckers is like your family is in jeopardy now because you missed. You know, <laughs> you motherfucker, you didn't get to the key. You know. <laughs> I mean, but. but- you do that with anything, man. You know, you, you can reduce anything to, well, you know, at least your family's not in danger. At least your health's not in danger. But it, it, it but you can't, if, if it means enough to you to where, it, you know, you lose sleep or you, you're getting stressed out on it, it doesn't matter what the fuck it could be. It could be tiddlywinks. But if you care that much about tiddlywinks, it doesn't matter that your family isn't affected. Like, that, that's just going to eat at you. Right? You, you, should, you have people commit suicide over shit like this. You know, fucking the dude from the Red Sox, I think. Um, I can't remember his name, Buckner or some shit. Where yeah, you familiar with this? Where it was like the bottom of the ninth or some shit. All he had to do was make a routine play. Ball ends up going between his legs. Fucking Red Sox end up losing the 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 the, the World Series that year. I think that dude committed suicide because of that shit because it, it was that important to him. Um, so yes, it one hundred percent. It is just a game. However, it's more important to those players than that. Like, this is everything to them. You know, I, I get it. Grand scheme of things, it doesn't mean shit. But to them, it can mean a whole lot. I mean, you can also say people commit suicide on other shit that's not important. And it, it means ah, but it's important to them. Yeah, it's important to them. Yeah, but I mean, I don't think just because somebody, you know, somebody made a mistake in the, the sporting world makes, you know, everything so sacred. Like, oh, don't say shit because he might not. I think that's, motherfucker, you make a mistake, you made a mistake. Like, box, like boxers get knocked out. You think they want to get, like, <laughs> when they get when they get clean clocked and they're out for 10 minutes, you think they like, oh, damn, I hope nobody saw that. Like, damn, you should have put your hands up, motherfucker. Like, you should have trained more. You should have. I think it's just you're on, when you're on public display like that, I think it's all open for ridicule. And if it's coming from your teammate, that's just the way it is. Like, I, I don't have a problem with it. You know, like, I I mean, I can understand the other side of it. If the team, if, you know, if he's doing something where it was a more important situation where, like you said, man, when it, like if it was like game seven and these motherfuckers did this shit or whatever, I can see it. But this is a regular ass, regular season game. It's not like it really jeopardized anything. It's not like, oh man, they're not going to get a contract next year because of this shit. You know, it's not like, you know, like LeBron, when, when uh, J.R. Smith did that shit in the finals or whatever, when he got the rebound, instead of putting it back up, he dribbled the ball out and the motherfucker went to overtime when they could have, whatever, you know, in the NBA finals. Brown was publicly like this. It was a meme for years after that. Like it was this motherfucker went through shit, but it's not like we are blaming Brown for reacting like in a real situation because of it. Because did Brown post a meme? He didn't post a meme, but he he definitely showed his emotion. He definitely. I think what Brown did was worse than what Jamal Murray did. How so? 
uh, fucking Jared Smith didn't play the next season because of that. Well, that's not Brian's fault. Brian was just acting in the, reacting in the fucking moment. Jamal Murray, that shit was calculated. That dude had to go through Twitter, find someone's screenshot of like of the TV, save it to his phone. You know, it's hella steps. He could have stopped at any one of these steps, but he didn't. He kept going forward. Brian shit was in the moment, and he stopped himself when he realized that he was he was getting a little fucking upset and angry. He's like, you know what? I'm just going to walk away from this dude because no good is going to come from it. And that was it. That was the end of it. You can see Brian put a meme up there talking about fucking J.R. Smith. What are you doing? He didn't do any of that shit. So there's no I, – I, I, I don't see it at all. I, you know, Brian is, Brian is way more forgivable than, than Jamal Murray's. I don't see, all right. All right. I'm gonna ask you. A, I'm gonna say a sports person's name, and I want you to tell me the next player that you think of. Okay, okay, real quick. All right, all right. Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, J.R. Smith, LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> and what image do you see? LeBron making that face. <laughs> Damn, his whole career got erased, dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's way worse. That ain't Brian's fault, though. Brian ain't make the memes. Brian ain't make the memes. That ain't Brian's fault. That's the internet's fault. And then Brian, and then, and then Brian got the boy a ring the next. The Brian got the boy a ring, man. Come on, all is forgiven. No, nah, hell no, nah, hell no, nah, hell no. Nah. Uh, I mean, he, he got that beside Jr. Jr. ain't played a minute in the fucking finals except when the game was already decided, and he got a second ring. Come on, man. That's exactly. The, that's the whole reason he got a second ring because he motherfucking LeBron ended his career. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get you one on the way out. <laughs> yeah, well, he was almost. He was almost a verb. Like no, <laughs> Jr. Smith. <laughs> Don't do that, Jr. Oh, oh man, that motherfucker! I thought we was ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no, nah, man. Hell nah. I don't got a problem with it, man. If we gonna have if we gonna have all these different platforms to be real and all this shit or whatever, I, mean, I should be able to say whatever I want. Like, I mean, I, if you fuck up, you fuck up. Now, I don't agree with them saying like when players like talking talk about like locker room shit that we're not you know able to see publicly or whatever. When they bring that bring us into the locker room, I don't like that. But anything that's in the game, yeah, yeah, yeah like anything that's in the game, bro. That, I, I, he fucked up. Ain't no problem with that. Like. Voicing that, I don't think it is. Nah, I got you. I got you. I got you. I don't know, man. Uh, I, I just, I, I don't know. If that's like, if you're trying to win a championship, you gotta keep everybody happy. You got everybody got to be on the same page. And you know, I'm, I'm sure they were able to, to to hash things out. But you know how sensitive motherfuckers are, especially nowadays, man. Like in the everyone gets a trophy fucking generation. Like, come on. True. True. I think that's this is the reason why because people not saying real shit. Well, I mean, they can't anymore. You know, motherfuckers can cancel left and right. You, you can't just, you know, say what you feel all the time. Shit, did you hear about, um, what well, one, do you know who Gina Carano is? Uh, I've heard of the name. It remind, is, it a, uh, is it a lawyer? No, MMA fighter. Serrano Carano. Oh. So she was like the, she was credited with, you know, kind of doing the whole women's MMA revolution. But that's neither here nor there. You got Disney Plus yet? Hell no. Uh, because of the the Falcon and the fucking the the what's the, what's the shit called the Falcon and the what the fuck is that the I shit with uh Bucky and uh the one with Bucky and the Falcon on oh, Disney Plus was it Wandavision? No, bro, that's good lord, man. No, that's <laughs> that's with Vision and Wanda. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what, are, what are you talking about, what are you... dude? The shit. This the remember the Super Bowl commercial you saw 
when it was fucking Falcon and Bucky, and you were like, "Oh shit, they got a new TV show, TV show oh, coming out yeah, on Disney Plus." Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I don't got it. All right, because that because that, that hasn't started yet, then, right? No, 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 I don't think so. Okay, all right, because when because I'm pretty sure that you're gonna be fucking tuned in for that one. Any yeah, fucking way, damn, that's a goddamn segue. Um, so Gina Carano was in the Mandalorian, which is a Disney, you know, a plus original TV show from the Star Wars universe. That's not why I bring it up. I bring it up because she likened people, you know, I, I don't want to use the word persecuting, but people, let's say, disparaging conservatives and Republicans to Nazi Germany and Jews, right? So her, her thing was, you know, before the Nazis came in and, you know, started imprisoning Jews and killing them, the, the Jewish people, their own neighbors turned on them and started turning them in, right? So when we start turning on each other, that's when things get out of control. Well, Disney didn't take this well, and they, you know, cut her out the fucking Mandalorian. She ain't coming back. You cut, you know, any future projects they may have had with her, you know, all this other shit. Essentially, her career is over with. It's done. It's done so. All because she was keeping it real. So that's why I say you got to be fucking careful if you're going to keep it real. You know, I, I appreciate it. You know, I appreciate knowing how she feels. You know, she's probably a piece of shit, but at least I know that. You know, I, I know how she feels, and, and now I've made my own determination of you know what she's like as a person that you know I wouldn't have known otherwise. So you know, I appreciate her sharing it, but it's it, it's real dangerous. You know, it, it, it's quite dangerous. So I get why people aren't a hundred percent authentic all the time because shit like that can happen. Yeah, but I think um, I think it's different because she's a, she was trying to do it like get into the acting entertainment world. I think it's different. Like you can't deny somebody. You can't deny LeBron. Playing basketball because he's oh, really? Well, you ever heard of Colin Kaepernick? I think that was different. I don't think what was I different think, about that because at the time, man, I mean, I from what I remember, I don't think Colin Kaepernick was even starting on that on the team when all that shit started. It wasn't like yeah, he, he, yeah, he was, he was starting quarterback, he was a starting quarterback, he started kneeling. Yep, he was starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, or how sure are you? 100% sure. You want to bet? <laughs> 25 push-ups all right 25 push-ups all right you looking it up uh all right let me do it. i'll do it right now yeah colin kaepernick yeah, was jeopardy was music <laughs> first game really. i gotta do multiple multiple tabs <laughs> no you don't dude you just gotta like do a boolean search ain't you a fucking it guy come on man yeah, but how do I know that he? I want to make see the roster at the time that he started. Look at his last year, and he played in the NFL. That's when he was kneeling. That was it. He was a starter for the Niners that year. Uh, this is gonna be a lot, man. You don't want to do push-ups. That's what it is. <laughs> I don't think he was, man. I want to. I don't. I'm gonna look it up, man. I'm, I'm, I'm doing it right now, but it's hard to put it all together. Yo, would you rather be Colin Kaepernick or Steve Kerr? That's crazy. That's all I get. <laughs> One of those two. You got a guy who's essentially a, a martyr, you know, um, for for a cause, a righteous cause. And then you got another guy who's just his entire career wrote on the coattails of more talented players. <laughs> but, you yeah, know, has eight rings. Now, I'm looking at it right now in 2016. Sorry to cut you off, man. But it says um, – the title is Who Was Kaepernick in 2016? 
Um, but this line says, but after a couple of years with mixed results, he began the 2016 season as Bale or my bad, Blaine. Was it Gabbard's Gabbard? Backup. Yeah. Uh-huh. Quarterback. He, he was the backup. Uh-huh. He began yeah. the season as a backup. Yeah. How, how do you end the season, Amar? Isn't this the season when he first started like protesting? Yeah, how do you end the season? He was a starter at the end of the, by the end of the season. Look, look, motherfucker. If your one good game can erase your other two bad bowling games, you think Colin Kaepernick, the fact that he didn't start the season as a starter, is, does that lessen anything? Like he, so he ended the he season as a starter. starter. He ended the season as a starter, right? Okay. Yeah. And then you're saying he started. next season he didn't play. Is that what you're saying? No, he didn't play, right? Okay. Because right, I was, I believe that was the last year of his contract. It's another another date I gotta look up. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I, don't, I gotta. I'm gonna look it up, man. We gonna let's table it. I'll come back to it. I'll do some more research, but I don't think so, man. I think I won this bet. I think. Mm-mm. No, man. Kind of Kaepernick. I mean, he was ball. He, he was balling out before they did that shit. You know, he, he essentially was, gave. He know, gave up his career. Not that year, though. I don't think he was. I think he was already neat. I think he was already coming off the bench. Not not by not by the end of the year. But anyway, Steve Kerr, Colin Kaepernick. Uh, I'm going with Kaepernick. Why? Steve Kerr always looks stressed out. Kaepernick, I think he's what? This motherfucker got slapped by Jordan. Punt. That was a punch. A punt. Yeah, he got a couple of rings here and there, you know. But I, I, I just don't see him having probably had a, he's having a great life. But it's not like no, nah, I'm straight. Like Kaepernick is more. I, I don't know. I, I think I would pre- prefer to be Kaepernick for sure. Hundred percent. Hmm. Like, he's not struggling. He's not struggling. It's like a white black thing. Is that what this is? Uh not even that, man. I looked at them kind of as, as similar as, as I, you know, the same as I could because Kaepernick is mixed. So it's I don't. I did, Brace didn't play a factor in this situation. Okay. Okay. I mean, I, I gotta agree with you. I, I would go with with Colin as well. I don't know, man. Steve Kerr, like his career, he's very successful, but it's just kind of like he's that dude on a group project that just puts his name on it. It's like we ain't really need you here. It's like, it's like he's like he chose the fonts, right? It's like we like right, it's appreciated. We we know that you contributed something, but it really wasn't necessary. You know, shit. He look what Luke Walton did with that Warriors team, right? Th- th- those thirty games Luke coached that Warriors team got him multiple head coaching gigs. You know, <laughs> like think about this shit. I went to Lakers, the Kings. Like Luke Walton's not a good coach, but they think he is because he was co- coaching fucking Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green, right? Steve, that's the Steve Kerr's entire coaching career. At one point, they threw in Kevin Durant. Like the motherfucker couldn't lose. Like, <laughs> like he couldn't, he couldn't lose. So no, man. Like no one's gonna talk about Steve Kerr being the best at anything, right? Steve Kerr's not leaving the impact. Like Steve Kerr could walk into any gym nowadays and people be like, "Is that Steve Kerr?" Yeah. Oh, uh, I wonder what he's doing here. And they go about their own fucking business. Like, like no one checking for this fucking guy, bro. Like, no, I'm good. I'm good. At least, at least, Colin. Like he 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 pushed the cause forward. Like he did some. He made a fucking difference. Like it could have been Steve Kerr, John Paxton, Kyle Corver. It didn't matter who the fuck it was wearing that jersey playing with Michael Jordan. The Bulls are gonna win those championships. But Colin Kaepernick made something a, a a national issue. Right? He brought attention from all over America on this issue that was largely being ignored until he decided. Not to stand up for some, you know, weird ass song that was written from a jail cell in the colonial times. So obviously, Colin Kaepernick's the right choice. Hundred percent, man. And Steve Steve Kerr's career has 
heavily revolved around him being a great shooter. But when you name the top five shooters in NBA history, I don't think he's on the list. So it's like, oh, this motherfucker just don't think. A shots. I don't. Well, let's see. Steph, Steph and Clay, Reggie Miller, Steph Clay, Reggie Miller. Hold on, Ray Allen. Ray Allen, that's four. <laughs> <laughs> That's four of these motherfuckers. I've seen all of these players play. Like, like, you can even, I mean, there's so many others. You can even add in, um, uh, I would say Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is made. Oh, easy money sniper. Yeah, yeah. shit. I forget, I forget about that. Forget, <laughs> forget about that guy. Yeah, so now, nah, and his whole thing is like making threes, making shots. So, yeah, no, nah, I'm not choosing. I mean, he had a good, like you said, he was very successful, but he was definitely very, extremely lucky. More lucky than Phil Jackson. Oh, wait, wait. You say more lucky than Phil Jackson? 100%. So Phil Jackson was just lucky? Um, no, I think Phil had more skill. He had more control and more, you know, being able to coach Michael Jordan than go to Kobe and Shaq. That shit is fucking extremely lucky. But I think he played a part into them both squads winning championships because he was a great coach. He got lucky, but I think – he added he added to the mix. Steve Kerr, like you said, man, could anybody could have swapped out. Like, can you make a three? Yeah, put a jersey on. <laughs> like anybody could, you could make a wide open three. You could have did the same shit he did. I know it was a lot, and it was you know this other shit you know played into it. But when you compare him, like you said, to Colin Kaepernick, nah, Colin is going to be remembered for more things than just sports. You know, I mean, I'm sure football is going to be the main thing or whatever, but I think he could pivot and do some other things politically when he gets a little older. And I think people will be receptive and, and follow him that in that world too. You think so? I mean, of course, of course some people, you know, black community be behind the guy hundred percent, but I, I, you don't think he's a little bit too radical for, for, you know, white America. I think, I think that's what you're supposed to be, though, right? A little radical. Like, you have to make some type of change or whatever and be a little different because if, if not, you're just playing into whatever you're trying to stop. You're playing into their hands. So I think being a little different and all this other shit or whatever plays into it. Like, yeah, I don't I don't think so. I think, I think man, honestly, I think it goes back to finances. If he has enough people behind him supporting him and he has enough money to weather the storm and all this other shit or whatever, I think he can do a lot. Maybe not be president and all this other shit or whatever, but I think he could be – you know, like that person who says some shit when it needs to be said and people respect him. Yeah, yeah. I like that he's not overexposed, right? You don't see Colin Kaepernick fucking, you know, his girlfriend talks more of a shit than, than he does. You know, you don't see him talking about everything, tweeting and sending all this other shit out. You know, I, I like I, I like the way he's handled himself. You know, it, it, it took a lot of guts to, to do what he did. And, you know, I'm sure he'll be successful going forward. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I mean, he was fizzling. Like, he wasn't, you know. Like we agreed earlier, he wasn't the starter of the team when he started doing the shit or whatever. So, you know, he's uh, <laughs> trying to win that bet, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yo, yo, do you think it's time to overhaul sports, man? Like this whole, you know, contracts with teams and it's all this other shit. Like, should we just get get rid of all this? Uh, you know, I mean, you got to keep salary caps and all that, but like all these extended fucking contracts. I mean, it just seems like it's so convoluted. And then, like, you get a dude who signs a contract, like, I don't want to be here anymore because they they lied to me. It's like, oh, too bad. You signed a contract, motherfucker. Like, it's just, it seems strange, man. And, and then, like, all it seems like all the fun is sucked out of the game because you can't just go, you know, and, and play and, and play you know, where you want. Am I just living in a pipe dream where, you know, I'm thinking that every year all the rosters is a fucking influx? Like, is that, is that, is that a possibility at all or is it never going to happen? I mean, like it's, it goes back to this is just a game, but they've made it a business 
with the behind the scenes shit or whatever. And I think I agree, man. It's taken away from the game because it's like I know you don't want to play for this team, but you're out here playing and like doing different shit. Like when you know if James Harden, if James Harden when he was playing with the Houston Rockets after publicly saying that he wanted to leave or whatever, when he's like making faces or like not passing somebody the ball or doing like all that shit is is noticeable, you know. So yeah. I think it's it's. I, mean, I don't know what they'll do. Like if if they you know change everything and go to something different, I don't know what that different thing would be. Um, but I can. I don't think it should go to some you know. Everybody gets paid the same or anything like that. No, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what they would do. I think it's. I think it's just going to get more complicated. I don't think it's going to. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I just, I just would want to see the players have more autonomy. You know, maybe the players have to pay back some part of the salary if they want to get out early or some shit like that. Something, but, but it's just weird. And, and the, the reason why I bring this up is because the Houston Texans and Deshaun Watson, like he's gone, he's publicly said, "Look, I don't want to play from y'all." Like he told, they hired a new coach. He called that coach up. It was like, "Look, hey, hey, my name is Deshaun. Nice to meet you. I don't want to play for y'all. Like I'm done. Like I don't want to be in Houston anymore, bro." NFL teams are calling the Houston Texans, you know, in, in in hopes or efforts to start trade talks with them for Deshaun Watson. They're ignoring all phone calls. It's so bad that teams are leaving trade offers on voicemails, bro. On voicemails. <laughs> like, who the fuck does that? Like, what, what world are we living in where you getting trade offers left in your voicemail? Anyway, and Houston's like, nope, we ain't trading them. We ain't trading them. He doesn't want to be there. They aren't going to let him go because he signed a contract. Like, this is the craziest shit. Like, I mean, I, I, you know, I get it, but there should be some kind of way where he can get out of that. Like, there, there should be, like, a penalty call, clause. He got to pay some money. He, you know, got to do some community service. I don't know, fucking something. But the man shouldn't be forced to play for a team that he does not want to play for. Like, it's crazy. And it's like, all right, what you going to do, Deshaun? You, you're just not going to show up because if you don't show up, then we get to fine you, you know, hundreds of thousands, even millions of dollars. And then, you know, you still have to play because your contract doesn't move forward because it doesn't count as a year if you don't report. Right. It doesn't count as a year played. It's like, what the fuck is this shit? So I have no way to get out of here, but let Deshaun get hurt or let him start to underperform. They can cut his ass and move on with a fucking quickness. Like It's just it's, it's too fucking slanted, man. I, I don't like it. It's, it's, it's real close to like. And I ain't going to say slavery because these motherfuckers are millionaires. They're millionaires. They ain't slaves. Indentured servitude is what it is. (laughs) That's what it is. If the man want to leave, let him leave. Now, I'm not saying that he shouldn't have to pay you back. He should have to pay back, you know, however much the contract was. If if, if that's the clause in it, by all means, that's fine. But there should be some kind of, like, escape hatch, you know. And I'll tell you what. If the NFL players had to pay back whatever the fuck the contract was, a lot of them would be asking for trades. I take that shit right now. They ain't paying back hundreds of millions of dollars. But we got to do something, man, because it's just like this. It's fucking weird. It's like it, it all goes back to it's just taken away from the fucking game. Like when we were watching Fat James Harden play in Houston, dude, that shit was just like it was like watching dudes at the Y. It's like you got a motherfucker that ate two jumbo jacks and got on the court and started fucking stretching. Was like, all right, let me go. You know, I used to, I was a shooter in high school. That's what James Harden looked like, man. And he's in Brooklyn, you know, losing weight, looking good. And, you know, now we got some excitement in the league. And I feel like they, the same shit should happen in the NFL. But the NFL, the owners have so much control over, it, man. Some some got to be done. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what though. I mean, uh, this this. I mean, that's the whole. Th- reason that you have contracts right where people have they're obligated to fulfill those requirements so to just say oh no we just going you know you get to pay it back i I mean i don't know if that would work i don't know because then it would be i don't know man like it's fucked up something like just i know in the music world you know when people get signed to like fucked up deals or whatever and their whole career is 
put on the shelf because they don't want to release an album under this record label or under this contract. But the only way that the music can get out is if it's distributed, you know, by this company, this album, this label. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's all weird, you know, but at the end of the day in, in the sport world, man, like why, why don't you want to play on this team, bro? Like, it's just, it's the same, like, is the sport different? Like, are you doing different shit? You know, unless it's like just a horrible work environment where it's like, you know, some, you know, racism or, you know, sexual harassment or, you know, some other shit like that. I mean, you just got to I think you should just play it out. You know, like you you're under contract, you're getting paid, you sign the contract like, you know, I I mean, I I do agree. There should be like some, you know, some clauses like if you only reason the only reason you, you went to this particular team is because of the coach and they get rid of the coach. Like, I mean, if you can write that in your contract, I would say, you know, uh, I would, you know, fall into that category or whatever, yeah. proving that. But, I mean, outside of that, man, like, no, nah, you just got to play the game, bro. Like, you're on a bad team, it happens. Motherfucker, like, it's, it's plenty of players on teams that they don't want to play on, and that's their whole career. Like, motherfucker, <laughs> you got to hope you get a Kobe. You got to hope you get a LeBron. You got to hope, you know, Tom Brady gets signed. To, you got to hope. Or you got to get better. Or you, or you have to become that person. Or you just gotta play the game that you love and just be a millionaire. Like it, I don't know, man. Like it's all weird. Like I think what was the um I think it's even worse before you've proven yourself. Like uh what did didn't Eli do some shit? Um like when he got drafted. Manning? Yeah, man. Oh yeah, yeah. He um San Diego drafted him and he told them, Look, I ain't playing for y'all. And they ended up trading him to New York. Yeah, I think that's that shit is crazy. Like I, I I don't know. I'm on, I'm on the both sides of it. If I was a player, I would, you know, I would want that power. But if I'm the owner of the team, like, nah, I ain't, nah fuck that. You signed a contract. So it's, it's hard. I'm torn in between the two. You know, it depends on who I am. Am I an investor and I'm owning the team? Like, nah, motherfucker. Like, you, you're staying. Like, you're the reason why we're doing what we're doing right now. Like, you got to go out there and play. Like, we made an investment in you. We paid you. So now nah, you got to go play. You know, no, I get that. I get that aspect of it, but I also, but the the owners in the in the teams, they can just cut the player, and then the money disappears. So it's not even. That's my biggest gripe. If it was like, all right, we we cutting you, we don't we don't you know we don't want to deal with you anymore, but they have to pay you the remainder of your fucking contract. You know, say it doesn't count against the salary cap, but you get that money, then fuck it, yeah, you better play it out. You, you figure out what's going to happen because you're going to get paid regardless. But they can cut this dude next year and, and save a shit ton of money, you know, and then he's ass out. And so so. NFL players really can't even make plans, right? They can't be like, all right, you know, I know I'm going to get 30 million over the next four years. You can't do that shit because it could, you can get 20 million the first fucking season and then get no millions the rest because the, 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 the team said, you know what? We ain't going to win with this team. Let's start cutting people and rebuilding. You know, so it's not a fucking even playing ground. So that's why I say there should be some kind of clause or they should be allowed to say, get me the fuck up out of here. Like, you know, and it, it, it should be punitive, right? It shouldn't be an easy thing for players to get out of contracts. Like, that shit should fucking hurt financially. And I'm not talking about physical punishment here. Uh, but they, it should be allowed to be done, right? It should, it should be something that the, that the players like, look, you can either trade me or you can just flat out cut me, you know. But I'm requesting this. I'm requesting to be released. I know what this means. I know how much fucking money I owe you. I'm putting it in your guys' hands. You can trade me or I'll pay your ass back. You know, let me know, but I'm fucking out. It should be that way. I mean, you got three options, man. Like you can, you can be the type of person who falls into the system and don't say shit. Just, just do what you're told to do. You can get into the system and you could try to like change the shit because you don't like it, or you can create your own system. Like motherfucker, you can't complain and and be getting paid and playing this sport and like the owners, they have some type of power. Like it's it's just the way the shit is set up. 
don't yeah. know why the players like easily, man. Like if if just imagine the NBA or NFL it doesn't matter. Imagine if the top fifty players created their own league and they started fucking you know like hey they got an way let's build a fucking arena you know once our contracts are up if we made it so you know everybody kind of ended at the same time or whatever and we we hooked up with ice cube or we hooked up and we did create our own arena and our own league and did our own shit the nba would suffer like no for sure the nba if you remove lebron if you move remove kevin durant you remove steph curry and they all motherfuckers became owners on the, of their own shit when their contracts were up like, that shit would be horrible it would be like uh this is some new shit. Like I'm, I'm watching Bron. <laughs> if the, the big three became the big five, like what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm out of here. You know, so it's just one of those things, man. Like I think it's just the way the machine is set up. So you can complain and all this other shit or whatever, but the owners have too much power, bro. Like they're not gonna give up that up. They're gonna make little adjustments and you know maybe a, an amendment here or whatever, or, or please you this way or whatever. Maybe trade you to one of your top destinations, but just. Every time a player gets mad, like, nah, because then if you were able to change, every player is able to change shit, it's never going to be, it's never going to be even. It's always going to be a complaint. It's always going to be some shit that needs to be changed. I mean, if it needs to be changed, I understand it, but not in this situation. Like, you signed a contract, bro. Like, I I understand the situation is messed up. You don't want to be there for whatever reason, but just play it out. Well, I think Deshaun's biggest gripe was they were supposed to involve him on hiring decisions like GM and coach. And they didn't that they didn't do that at all. They essentially lied to the dude. So that that's why he's upset. It's not so much, oh, this team sucks, because the team sucked before he resigned. It's the fact that he was lied to. He was led astray. They enticed him to sign that contract t- by telling him you're gonna be involved in, you know, not not so much the personnel decisions, but the front office hirings and things of that nature, you know, coach head coach hiring. He they didn't even interview the dude he wanted them to to pick for the head coach until I don't know, maybe three weeks after the rumors started swirling about him being upset. Um, and then they interviewed the guy. It was Eric Bieniemy, the offensive coordinator for the for the Kansas City Chiefs. They interviewed him and said, you know, we're not going to offer him the job. We're going to give the, the head coaching job of the Houston Texans to a guy who was responsible for the worst passing offense in the NFL for the, the previous season. <laughs> like, if I'm Deshaun Watson, like, what in the fuck <laughs> – like what? What are you giving me here? Like I'm the quarterback, and you bring in a guy who who was responsible for the worst fucking passing offense in the NFL. Like what? <laughs> like I see why the motherfucker want to leave, man. Like it's fucked up. You know they can just like railroad and they can lie. You know manipulate the players. Oh, soon as you sign a contract, oh yeah, all that shit we told you, yeah, it's all bullshit. Now you're stuck. You know, and yes, I mean he's gonna, he's getting paid millions of dollars to play a game. I get it. I understand. But also the owners are getting paid billions of dollars to play a different game, right? And we're, we're, they're, they're moving around pieces um, uh, of the men and the people who are putting their bodies on the line, you know, for them, right? It's like they, they aren't even – they're playing like a meta game, right? They aren't even playing the game where they're making all the fucking money from. Like they're playing fucking GM. They're, they're in owner mode on Madden and getting paid billions of dollars, right? So it's, it's they're even further detached from the actual product, um and and you know they're making it take, taking home a, a larger share of the, of the pie, so I the, I have no problem with, with giving the players you know more power more leverage in these situations you know contract or not contract or not like what, what else the fuck you know can he do yeah yeah he cannot sign a contract yeah he can do a one year deal but football I mean there's there's so many you know unknowns and variables and if he gets fucking injured they don't have to pay him they don't have to pay him the, the full value of the contract if he gets hurt like it's so fucked up it's so one sided. Don't get like, hurt. oh, don't don't get hurt. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> this year, this year he's making ten point five. Next year, I think it goes to thirty five. After that, it's twenty. After that, it's thirty two. After that, I know it's not all guaranteed in the NFL. After that, twenty twenty five is another thirty two. This motherfucker is getting paid a crazy amount of money. Four years, one hundred fifty six million dollars, bro. You can flip that into. I'm sure. Um, Whoever, whoever you want to bring up who created a billion dollar, trillion dollar company, they didn't have that type of money when they started. Motherfucker Steve Jobs didn't have this when he started Apple. So you can take all this money if you don't like where you at, just hold it and flip it and create your own league or do whatever that makes you happy and alleviate the situation. But how much is his contract worth? It says right now contract terms four years, $156 million. Yeah. $156 million over four years. Yeah, signing bonus twenty seven million dollars, and it seems like it's um, like split across you know each year or whatever seven five five five. Do you know how much money the Houston Texans made in two thousand nineteen? Uh, I would assume billions. Nope, nope, just one year five hundred and thirty million dollars. Okay. Yeah, in one year. How many years does Sean sign for? Four years. Yeah, one hundred forty million. So Deshaun Ross <laughs> at, at half a billion for the year is hey, only, hey, only hey, hey, that motherfucker responsible for it. He respond he responsible for a cool three hundred. <laughs> he responsible for it. Like, come right. on, man. People right. ain't going there to see fucking the the uh, the, the owners. They, they ain't going there to see the Texans. They going there to see Deshaun Watson play. Like, come on, man. You Otis. <laughs> Nobody trying to see David Johnson, bro. They ain't trying to see Randall Cobb. They trying to see fucking Deshaun Watson. Like, come on, man. I get it. I get it, man. You got to do your own thing, bro. Like, what? How can you come? I I feel no sympathy for somebody making $39 million a year from catching balls. And not even every ball. This motherfucker, he's allowed to drop some. (laughs) Not even every ball. He's not catching the balls. And also, also, how dare you, man? Fucking rich lives matter, bro. You can't, you can't, just because he's making a lot of money doesn't mean he doesn't have actual problems. It's not like he's going from a, situ- a horrible situation to a, a better situation. He's just, he doesn't like to feel that he's not involved in like the hiring decisions of a team that he's not an owner of. Like, no, he had lied to. If, if they would have told him, we're not involving you in shit, sign this contract, and he signed his contract, he would have nothing to be upset about. But he signed the contract in part depending on the fact that he thought he was going to be at least – involved in the decision making he didn't even th- he knew that he didn't have final say but at least he'd be you know you know kept in the loop hey who you guys looking at okay cool you thought about this guy they didn't give him that they didn't even give him that like that's the fucked up part about it so he's like oh man so i can't trust y'all like i, I can't trust shit y'all say i don't even want to fucking be here anymore i get it like i, I get that aspect of him. I, you know i i get his anger and all that but you're absolutely right he did sign a contract and the way it's set up currently he doesn't have a fucking he doesn't have a way out of it. You know, he's going to end up losing a lot of fucking money the way the, the deal is structured, the CBA and, and all that other shit. I'm saying is change needs to be made. You know, maybe the NFL needs a new fucking player rep or some shit, but they, they got to do something because the owners have too much control and too much power you know, over these players, man. I mean, the and they, just give them guarantee, more guaranteed money and I would feel better about it. You know, but the fact that they can wake up one day and be like, fuck this, we need to get out. They cut a dude and they don't have to pay half his contract just because they decided not to have him on the roster anymore. Like, why can't I just say, I don't want to be on this roster anymore. Send me someplace else. You know, it's just, come on, man. Give me, give me something. Shit. I understand both sides, bro, but it's, it's, nah, man. Like, you signed a contract. What The only thing that changes is the team. Like, you're playing, like, you're, you have a job to do. Like, I, like, I can understand if I was Deshaun Watson, like, I can understand being lied to and all this other shit or whatever, but right at the end of the day, man, everybody's going to get, like, you're probably going to get lied to at the new team. What, where are we going? 
you motherfuckers gonna lie to you as well. So it's not. I, I mean, I don't know. Like I can understand it. You know, I can put myself in his shoes and I can, you know, feel what he's feeling or whatever. But nah, man. Like I don't. At some point, you just gotta get the money, man. Collect the money and provide for your family and just worry about other shit. Like he has generational. Like he can change the lives of everybody that he knows if he continues to play what he's going to play regardless. So I think him changing teams and doing all this other shit or whatever, man, I think it's going to do more harm than good. You know? Um, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe it's, it all works out for him or whatever, but I just, it's hard, man, when you see all the money on the board and it's not like, I mean, it's not, what, what is going to change? You just going to like, I don't see, I don't see what the problem is, honestly, with this situation. Huh? Okay. I mean, that's where we differ. That's where we differ. You know, I, I thought I'd be more so on the contract side, but you know, you surprised me a little bit. I just, I just wanted a little bit of fairness. That's all I want. And but you know, I get it. You know, I get it. By the letter of the law, he's stuck. I just wish the 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 uh, the rules were different. You know, for the NFL, he cannot play and start his own shit or do. I'm yeah, man. Play, you know that shit ain't gonna work. Shit, man. But uh, but bro, that shit. That's all I got, bro. You got anything else? Uh, damn, what's something else, man? I, for, I forget, though. I was trying to figure it out, but yeah, that was it, man. We'll bring it up next time. All right, cool. Where can they find you, bro? Uh, let's do, let's do uh, Instagram, man. Safari, the Q, S-A-F-A-R-E-T-H-E-Q-U-E. Um, what about you? Uh, Instagram, Mr. Westbrook3, Westbrook the number three. Uh, what's your clubhouse shit? Uh, Amari300. Yeah, A-M-A-R-E-300. A-M-A-R-E-300. Yep. All right, I don't even know what the fuck mine is. Oh, yeah, oh, oh, are you ready too? Are you ready too? I'm on there. I'm just haven't done shit. <laughs> yeah, we got it, man. We got to get a room, man. Everybody go follow us and uh, hit us up, man. And we'll, I think that'll be dope, man, to have a little room going. I don't know when, but you know, because I, I like the app. I really do generally just, just, I just like the, the experience when you get into a good clubhouse. But yeah, we'll no, gotcha. All right, all right, call it. Let's call it a motherfucking, let's call it a plan, bro. Um, but until next time, we are fucking out.